Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, should've had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing. If a level ain't nothing but a number, life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up. Never lose, should've had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't I want a ball. Waking up, admit that he gave me a chance, and I'm rolling the dice. I do it all. Living like I'm trying to go for the platinum trophy in life. Who can you call? Really nobody, so you should just follow me on your device. And know if she chilling with me, then it's bound to be chemical X and the sugar and spice. Game in the system, but game is the hobby. I'm probably cocky, but hot as wasabi. I mean, if it's beat, then you know where to find me. My pickers is ready, and so is my body. You should be running and telling your posse, and what's in the speakers, and what's in your potty. And she trying to kick it, but this ain't karate. Just keep that shit down while I'm watching Tsunami. I ain't saying I'm a super nerd, but I told you when we got involved, my idea of a perfect date is a PlayStation and some alcohol. I was role playing on GTA. I'm a good guy, but I got it all. If the world should end, be the first to leave. But the last of us, acting naughty, dog. Level up, level up. Never lose, should've had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, should've had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing. If a level ain't nothing but a number, life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up. Never lose, should've had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Never lose, should've had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up, tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, should've had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, if a level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up, never lose, should've had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't I want a ball. Waking up, admit that he gave me a chance and I'm rolling the dice. I do it all. Living like I'm trying to go for the platinum trophy in life. Who can you call? Really nobody, so you should just follow me on your device. And know if she chilling with me, then it's bound to be chemical X and the sugar and spice. Game in the system, but game is the hobby. I'm probably cocky, but hot as wasabi. I mean, if it's beat, then you know where to find me. My pickers is ready and so is my body. You should be running and telling your posse and what's in the speakers and what's in your potty. And she trying to kick it, but this ain't karate. Just keep that shit down while I'm watching Tsunami. I ain't saying I'm a super nerd, but I told you when we got involved, my idea of a perfect date is a PlayStation and some alcohol. I was role playing on GTA. I'm a good guy, but I got it all. If the world should end, be the first to leave. But the last of us, acting naughty, dog. Level up, level up. Never lose, should've had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, should've had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, if a level ain't nothing but a number, life ain't nothing but a game, level up, level up. What's going on, people? Family, the family from level1gamer.com, and congratulations, you guys are leveled up to 134. This is the Double XP Podcast, and I am back after a hiatus last week of missing my first of 132 episodes. And by the way, shout out to Dallas, who isn't here tonight. Dallas did an amazing job hosting. Um, he did his thing and he, and he came to me. He was like, bro, I was nervous. Um, but he did his thing, man. And he, he, Dallas got the skill. We got the, y'all know Dallas is a talented man. So I was super happy what he did with the show last week. Shout out to my man. Next time we got to get, we got to get Kevin to host snips. Let me get you the host one day, man. We'll, we'll get you. Go. Dallas finally came out of a show and did you next. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No, I blame English. Oh, 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 okay. I, I speak a little Espanola. No, I don't. 
Let's get started with the introductions as I work on these boxes. I feel like I've seen a mistake I made. Let's start with the man with the clamps. Citizen Snips. What's going on, everybody? Happy to be back for another wonderful Wednesday. Um, should be a pretty good show for us. We've got an awesome guest yet again. It's always better when we have a guest, so that way y'all have somebody else to listen to besides us. Because um, I know I like I get tired of me. I know y'all <laughs> gotta get tired of us at some point. Uh, except for Hugger, of course, the the face. The face. <laughs> Never get tired of the face. Um, but you know, it's it's good to be here, man. I'm excited. We got some cool stuff to talk about. So let's uh, let's get into it. I got my I got my whiskey. I'm ready. I'm hyped. Next up, my right hand war man, the floor hugger with the hard R. What is up, y'all? Uh, I am glad we are back. I'm glad we have a Trevor here today. Uh, some pretty big day today for a certain reason. Uh, tomorrow's another big day. We're going to talk about some stuff. Make sure you guys are active. I will read your comments, and we're just here to hang out, have some fun, and be uh, talking about gaming. Yo, shout out to the king in chat. Halo to the king. It's good to see you in chat, Halo? brother. Halo, yes, indeed. My eyes got big. I was like, oh, Halo's in the chat. That's what's up. Next up, D-A-L-L-A-Z. Seven cents a day. Shout out to my man Dallas who could make today. But as you can see, he is here in uh in our thoughts and prayers. And also, if you can donate to our uh, PayPal, uh, just seven cents, man, you can feed Dallas and um you know give him clean water, new uh new shoes. Um, you know you can get him a book for school. We can send him to school. Uh, seven cents a day, and we can help my man Dallas out. You know, so make sure you guys send that over Level One Game and PayPal. Uh, so next up, half man, half God, Demigod Reviews. What is going on, everybody? Shout out to Dallas. He don't deserve it. He don't deserve it. That's cold-blooded. That's cold. Oh, my God. That's cold. I'm going to talk about video games with women and wine, Listen. Listen, I owe Dallas this. I owed him this. I my handwritten apology. <laughs> <laughs> Else. You hit him with a <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I owe him. Shout out to Halo, the Cambodian bro. Why can't it be eight cents? Hey, man, if you give him eight cents, we can, you know, give him a new goat. I mean, we can help him out, man. Just, you know, just go ahead and send them funds. <laughs> Dallas, hold your head up, King. You don't deserve it. <laughs> hey, Dallas deserves all this slander. <laughs> he deserves all of this slander that he gonna get today. Last but not least, we do have a guest who was like. Super supportive, always in the chat, keeping people talking, keeping things going. We got our man Trevor from Winterborn Studios. Trevor, what's up, brother? Not a whole lot. Just uh, here to talk about games and and rap with y'all. It's it's gonna be fun. Before we get going, because I want people to realize and notice that incredible background you have there for your game externus. So before we yes. get going, I want the people to know more about you and who you are and what you do. So who is, who in the hell is Trevor? Who is Trevor? So Trevor is the social media slash community manager for Winterborn. Uh, we are a studio working on our first game, which is a tactical RPG called Externus. Uh, you can go to <laughs> externusgame.com or winterborngames.com and check that out. Uh, and I have just been uh, in and around the game industry for a while. 
uh, I tried to do what you guys are doing right now at level <laughs> one along back in 2012 with a with a website that nobody remembers called Spider Duck, and I uh, <laughs> uh, tried to do I the whole the podcast thing and everything. But uh, but ultimately uh, it failed, <laughs> and uh, ultimately I was super burnout because I was doing a whole lot of work as well as working. Um, but uh, I understand yeah. that. <laughs> but I, I learned a lot of skills from it, and I'm using those skills now uh, on the games side. So uh, it's been a. I value that time that I took uh, to work on Spider Duck and. Uh, learn how to video edit, learn how to podcast, all that stuff. So, yeah, it brought me here. Okay. So, I know uh, for those who um, haven't seen it, uh, we do have an interview up that we did with, with Trevor and Kent um, about their game experience, about Winterborne Studios. Um, and w- one thing I did want to talk to Trevor about or bring up here, we talked about it then before, is, you know, during these times, we're not having, like, the conventions, the pack sales and mm-hmm. things like that. Where you guys, as an indie developer, can really get people hands-on with the game, talk to them face-to-face. And we at Level 1, we love that, right? Number one, we love indie studios, and we love being able to go to conventions, talk to people, get hands-on with the game, right? So with someone in your position, uh, who's community manager and, do, and doing the PR, like, what kind of, um, like, struggles or pitfalls are you, are you sort of seeing with not being able to really get the game out in front of people had you guys, I'm, I'm sure, originally planned to? Uh, I, it's extremely hard, um, just to uh, try to build a base, uh, per se, just to get people interested. Um, especially cause right now we're still, uh, I mean, we're early enough in development where we're getting close to hitting our alpha stage, um, at this point. So we, we don't have a ton to show. We have our pre-alpha demo, uh, that you can go and download off of externusgame.com, um, to see kind of what, what we more of like our proof of concept and everything. Um, but we don't have a ton to show yet, so really, uh, that's kind of almost been our advantage, uh, in a way, uh, because we, had there been events, we wouldn't have had a ton to show yet. Um, but hopefully, uh, they did announce PAX, uh, hopefully it actually happens, especially PAX East, because PAX, PAX East is big for indie developers, uh, so we're hoping it happens, and, uh, hope it's in June, so... Uh, it's a better time of the year, I would say, for us, uh, because by the time June rolls around, we should be uh, hopefully uh, about to hit beta. Uh, so we'll have a lot to show uh, from the game. So uh, that, that's our goal, at least. Uh, but but we're hoping that that PAX actually does happen because we do plan on being there. So one of the things and me and Hugger talk about this a lot, like how invested we were emotionally because uh, you guys were on Kickstarter. And mm-hmm. when we interviewed you guys, you guys are like really close to your goal, right? And me and Hugger, yeah. just because we absolutely love you guys, you can't, I mean, the whole team, like we absolutely fell, you, fell in love with you guys in the beginning. We were like talking in private conversations, like looking at Kickstarter, going back and forth, sharing, like invested <laughs> into you yeah. guys reaching your goal. And, and we did say, you know, eventually we want to get you guys back on and talk to you guys, you guys can further along with the game. But like really quick, like how did that feel? Like we never got to like really talk to you guys, talk to you guys. Like how did that feel when you guys hit that goal? Because you guys were like so close. We were like getting down to the so, last minute. I'll be honest. Kickstarter was a full roller coaster of emotions for us because it started off hot. We had a great first week. We were killing it. 
And then those, like, second two weeks, even though you read and, like, you know, we did a ton of research beforehand, and you always read that, like, oh, those middle weeks, like, nothing happens then. But, like, yeah, they're right. Nothing <laughs> happens then. But it's as a developer that's like, hey, I want my game to be out there. Like, it sends you into a swirl of depression because you're just like, nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. What are we going to do? Nothing's going to happen. We're not going to get funded. You know, all these things keep going through your head. So uh, then once you get into that last week and, like, uh, we pushed hard. I mean, I was, like, pushing stuff out, like, every two hours for, to, to get people to be like, hey, come on. We need help. Please. Uh, that sort of thing. But, like, once we once we hit that last little bit, it was like... Ah, uh, it, it was so um, such an amazing feeling, um, as well as just like a big sigh of relief to be like, okay, because um, we were, I mean, we were gonna do the game anyway, at least try to, mm-hmm. even without the Kickstarter. But this, you know, it, it takes a lot off of our shoulders to actually get some funding. So yeah, we were we were extremely happy, extremely proud uh, to be able to actually reach our goal. So yeah, and it's amazing. Because with it, the last couple of days, we were like, we're not, we're not going to hit it. So literally, uh, Kent went and changed our our schedule, like our plan uh, for our development schedule and plan, uh, as if we weren't going to hit it. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we did hit it. So then he had to go back and change it again. Uh, so he actually really created more work for himself uh, <laughs> because of that, but uh, in a good way. So definitely make sure you guys go check out the interview with these guys, man. Absolutely amazing. Small, small indie studio. Um, and I believe Hugger has gameplay up in um, mm-hmm. Hugger as well. Yes, has gameplay. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to check out Externus, uh, you, you got to support studios like this. People who, you know, absolutely love the game and love what they're doing, man. Like I said, we've we've always been invested and love talking with, with indie developers. And like I said, we, I, I don't know why we felt this like personal invested interest in you guys hitting yeah, your Kickstarter goal, but we were mm-hmm. super excited about that. So make sure you guys go check him out. Trevor's information is on screen. Go follow him on Twitter. Uh, he does stream. And it's, yeah, I, I stream every once in a while, and and I know you and you did say something about the background earlier. Uh, this is actually an image we use for our Kickstarter backers uh, as our background. We gave out. Uh, this was done by our artist Moody, um, who is just extremely talented. Um, hopefully, hopefully, sometime in the future, I can connect you guys with Moody and. You can talk to Moody because he's a he's an extremely interesting guy, as anybody that listens to our podcast uh, will come to understand. Um, but but uh, yeah, he's he's extremely talented, uh, and I'm glad to have someone like him on the team that can bring because uh, it was a tabletop game for us originally. So like the, he's literally bringing characters we played um, at the table to life. So it's really cool to see the characters that we imagined as like te- late teenagers into our college years, like actually being. Uh, made into characters that we can see on a screen in a video game. It's it's really cool. All I'm saying is, on December 21st, when I get Magneto's powers and I rob a bank and have the money, I want you guys to make a game about see, me. What? No, I can't because that's premeditated. What they gonna do, baby? I am Magneto. What you they gonna do? Powers. I, I mean, they, they did build a glass prison, with though. A fork. For, <laughs> well, they don't, they don't have it right now. All they got is guns. So, mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I want my own video game. December 21st. I don't know, December man. So, someone, someone, will, like, uh, someone will do some 3D printing on some plastic bullets or something. <laughs> and you'll be, <laughs> you'll be exactly. done, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure 
plastic guns are already a thing. There's some high polymer weapons and plastic rounds. Well, listen. Ready for yep. you, man. You just don't know. <laughs> listen. My weakness, plastic, as, a Coke As bottle. long as Hugger gets Domino's powers and I can hang out around her, I'll be fine with the plastic. And, I, and I'll handle the metal. You know I want my, G, my Jean Grey powers. This is true. Well, I mean, she'd be good with those, too. <laughs> 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 Woo! Uh, I'm just here to end, y'all. I'm, I'm I'm just wondering, like Kevin, because you know you got that like one percent in there. Like, wonder what like what powers you would get? Like, like your nails would grow really thick. Like, Gambit, <laughs> dude, Gambit is amazing. I love Gambit. Gambit is like my, it's like one of my you know, favorite. You know what I, do is I just come up, and put my hand on your shoulder, <laughs> charge you up, had a friendship. Yo, so check it out. Speaking speaking of things we've always um, wanted, Cyberpunk actually comes out tomorrow, and it has come out to rave reviews. However, however, I made a comment on Twitter that games with bugs, multiple bugs, buggy enough for you to comment on and comment on how repeated they are, games like that should not receive perfect scores. Reason being is because it does affect your gameplay. It does affect your enjoyability. And that's a factor into the score. Some outlets, publications, give gave Cyberpunk a perfect score. Um, while mentioning how many bugs and glitches that it has. So, my question to the panel. It's out right now. It's oh, already out. oh yeah. did it drop? Okay, <laughs> it's out right now. Thanks just, for letting me know. I was just about to say, it's out right now. Thanks for letting me know. Um, my question to the panel is, can a buggy game get, does it deserve to get perfect score? Because I remember, and I think somebody wrote an article about that thing with IGN, how games like Days Gone were killed for bugginess. So, I'm going to get y'all thoughts. I'm going to start with what I guess. Trevor, what are your thoughts on games that come out? And obviously, it, it's been having issues because it got delayed, delayed, delayed. Uh, having to be yeah. issues that we're hearing about receiving still receiving perfect scores. I have to agree with you. Um, if there's a bunch of bugs, I, that doesn't mean you can't give it a nine. You know, you can give it a nine and say, hey, it, this would have been a 10 without that. Or you could say, hey, we gave it a nine for now, and then put a little asterisk and say, hey, uh, that's because of all these bugs. However, if the, there's a day one update coming, if those bugs get fixed, uh, we can, we'll change the score, you know? Uh it's your it's your publication, honestly. You can mm -hmm. do that. You can change the score if you want. Uh, we see a lot of lot of a lot of places that'll do like reviews in progress, especially yes. now that we have you know the games as a service thing going on with a ton of games now, um, and and stuff like that's an early access that sort of thing. So you can put a you know one of those. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna re-review this, reevaluate the score after uh, a lot of these bug fixes, um, and still be in the right. But yeah, I, I think if it has bugs. It definitely should take at least at least some hit to the score, like. Um, but I mean, that's just me personally. Yeah, because I mean, a bug, a bug here and there, no big deal. But the way mm. these outlets who received a copy are reporting it, it sounds pretty consistent. I mean, and the Xbox One and PS4 versions of this game, I mean, it got moments where you can go somewhere and park and wait twenty seconds for the uh, for everything to pop in. Like, it's, I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> It's pretty ugly on base console, but Demi, I want to get your thoughts, man. I know you're excited for Cyberpunk. Does uh, and, and as someone who reviews games, you are a reviewer. You go deep dive into your reviews. A game like this, which is high profile, um, highly anticipated, 
uh, has a multitude of bugs. May not be game-breaking, uh -huh. but a multitude of bugs. Would you give it a perfect score? And what are your thoughts about these games like this getting a perfect score? Bugs and glitches after a while disqualify from being a 10. That's my personal like take on it. If it if it's consistent and there's a lot of bugs, a perfect score is nullified from this game. Maybe a nine. Uh, I go down two if it's like consistent and it's just a lot happening. Those bugs. So I don't think it's deserving of a perfect score. And I know a lot of these like reviewers reviewers are getting like had the day one patch or they were playing on PC mostly. So I'm a bit confused about that one. It's it's this whole review for Dave. I said Dave's wrong for Cyberpunk. Mm. It's kind of up in the air with me right now. Just it's it's a weird take. As excited as I am for the game, don't don't give it a perfect score if you know it's not perfect on the build. Come back to it, do a second take, second opinion, whatever the case may be, and then fully review it again or do a review on progress, like it was said from uh, Trevor. However, Days Gone wasn't great, so I don't know why people are putting this into the category that was a bland game just wanted to say that now oh never mind <laughs> i'll come back to that i'll come back to that uh hugger what i know you are part of the biggest one of the biggest cyberpunk uh anticipators that i that i know like are you weary of the amount of bugs and and glitches in this game uh and if you were to review this game would it would it would your score as, as a reviewer would your score uh, be factored? Would the glitches and bugs be factored into your score? Uh, like Demi said, if it's consistent and it's uh, like save bugs where it corrupts your save and you have to start over and stuff like that, definitely would knock it down. But since it's, we don't know the extent of the glitches because we're only really seeing the start of it. Uh, review in progress. What I would do because no game is perfect, and a cyberpunk a game as big as they say it's going to be, I would expect it to have bugs. What I would do is I would wait. I know everybody wants to have their review be the first one, but look in the case of Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead, they held off, at least on PC, unlocking the online. The online, or no, was it console? The on Whatever. The online was delayed by like two months because mm. you've already done they already knew what the game was. So that's when they slipped the online and all the shenanigans that came in from there. I would wait. I know it's not ideal, but I would wait till everything is said and done till we get the patches because they could put in a patch tonight and it breaks the game more or it could fix it. So I don't, I don't know. This is, this is hard when you're reviewing game this high profile. You, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And you can't pick a side. True. Now, uh, Snips, Almost any review you go to for any game, if you go on Metacritic, Open Critic, you're gonna find 100s. You're gonna find zeros from Rando Site One, Rando Site Two, and Rando Site Three. Right? For me, the biggest issue is these are bigger publications who are, in a way, set the standard because they are one of the first reviews that pops up on a Metacritic or IGN. So I want to get your thoughts about that with with games like this who. I mean, it, most other games get killed for what we're hearing is happening in this game. What are your thoughts about these bigger publications giving this game such high scores with that apparently being a a a bug city for a lot of it? I mean, honestly, I feel like 
some of the larger publications, and I'm not like going to go out of my way to name names. I'm yeah. just saying in terms of likelihood or anything like that. I feel like the larger publications are the ones who are most likely to be kind of dishonest when it comes to that stuff or give more leeway because they stand to benefit the most from having a good relationship with that developer or um, not having a bad one sometimes. <laughs> so it's uh, that's that's something to keep in mind as well. They got a lot more skin in the game than, than we do. You know, if, if um, some giant publisher, if, if CG Project Red says like, hey, you know what? We didn't like what LB1 Gaming says. And they're like, okay, we can move on from this. We can still grow. But somebody like Game Informer takes that kind of hit where it's like, oh, crap. Like, this is this is kind of substantial for us. Um, now all these are massive following now thinks that this developer hates us and anything we do with them going forward is going to have this issue to deal with. So I think that's part of it as well. Um, and, you know, it's, it's nothing new on top of what anybody else has said. I do agree that it's ridiculous to give a perfect score um, when you have that kind of substantial amount of bugs. But the reason being for that is... It, it, and it's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Bugs are the only thing I can come up with in a review that aren't subjective um i can like one art style and you could hate it i could like a gameplay system and you could hate it same with a control scheme same with a story all okay. of that is subjective and at the end of the day that's what a review is it's not an end-all be-all for something it's hey this is what i think about this product but when it comes mm -hmm. to bugs a game crashing is a game crashing a texture failing to load is a texture failing to load that's the same for everyone so when you just try and make that non-existent or, or, you know, mention it, say it's this recurring problem, but then be like, ah, but it doesn't impact the value of the game. You're full of poo. And I don't agree with that. So I'm full of poo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to ask this and, and, every, and anyone's free to answer. And I want to ask the chat because what we do, we do like to get interactive with the chat. So chat, I want you to in the chat because someone brought this up. Uh, if it was Omar, he said Bloodborne is perfect, right? So I'm going to ask the panel, and I want the chat to chime in into the chat, okay? Is there, and feel free to jump in and answer, is there a such thing as a perfect game? If so, what is it? Everyone's like... said it best. Everything is subjective. Yeah. Like, you guys hated the pigeon missions in Spider-Man. I don't mind them. They're like, whatever. Everything's subjective. I love Anthem. You guys hate it. Clouds that look the exact same, but for different reasons. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, Hustle GTA Five is perfect for him, but I'm like, once you're done the story, you realize how empty that game is. There's nothing in there. Shut up. It's all subjective. We can talk about the games we like, we think would be great, but aren't great, or maybe the ones that are so bad they're so that, that they're good. Because I have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I know some of those. Bloodborne being perfect. Oh, um, mm, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a deep cut. Load the shotgun, Demi. Why? Why? Why not? Load, load it up and shoot it. Terrible camera angles kill that game. Uh, bad co-op options, lack of instructions, and the story being told. In a very minimalistic way, kind of ruins that from being perfect. Omar, let us know in the chat, man, why you say it's perfect. Let hey, us know. He also and says it, Chrono Trigger is perfect. Hey, and again, that, that's how Demi feels about it. And uh, I like, I I can say I'm not. I don't really like Souls games. Thank. Uh, the, the, so, so, and, yeah. and I'm gonna say, you know what ruins Bloodborne for me? Not having a difficulty slider. Oh, 
so I can yeah. so I can make it easier. So, so I can you can cheese it. it. <laughs> so, yeah, like yeah. Well, I mean, but, but that's just me. Games. That's me. You know, like like I understand why people like those games, um, and <laughs> and like they're good games. It's just not for me. You know, like yeah. But a like ten for me, Mass them. Effect two. There you go, right there. Boom, oh, ten. Ooh. Yeah. You're right. Look at that big old smile you put on Hubby when you said that. Like she's got extremely <laughs> happy. Oh, she you loves it. I just started replaying it, and I was gonna replay it on console, and I was like, "Oh, this is ugly." And then I put it on PC, and I was like, oh. yep. "And I can't wait." Bioware, if you're listening, you never, you never know. Somebody may be watching. Casey Hudson and Mark Dara don't got anything to do now. Well, this um, is the only podcast that still likes Anthem, so. Mm. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I just got a big art of Anthem book, and I'm so. Is it is it okay to say that when you're thinking, if you was to think of a perfect game, right? Since how much more convoluted games are now, games being made, would you say that the older games would get closer to that perfect game than the newer age game? Because there's so much more people critique and look at now. Say versus a. My favorite Mario game is Super Mario uh, Bros. Three. Love it. I don't. I don't have a mm-hmm. single thing wrong with that game. Like nothing I can say wrong about that game. In my eyes, that game is perfect. Like. But then you also gotta. As somebody who looks back on the retro games, once you take, once you go back and play them, actually play them again, you're like, oh, wait a minute. And that's the thing. Not as great as I thought. You yeah, said, I mean, uh, Mario look, Three is untouchable. Untouchable. Which way? That's a perfect Mario game. Oh, that's no, a- I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you about Mario, but if you go back and play like GoldenEye, it's terrible. Like, which, which, which during the N sixty four days would have been a ten, mm-hmm. you know, a nine or a ten. Oh, yeah. But like, go back to it now. It's it's so hard to play. Like, it's ridiculous. How <laughs> like it's 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 basically unplayable in twenty twenty. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I wouldn't say older games are easier necessarily. It just no. depends on what games like there are certain games that stand the test of time you got you know like link to the past or super mario brothers 3 you know those are games that are going to hold up just because they were good games regardless yep. of what yeah. when they were made um but you look, you look at too. yeah exactly you you look you look back at some stuff though like in the ps1 era and the n64 <laughs> era all those games are ugly <laughs> like all of them are ugly <laughs> as hell yeah so it's shapes. But at but at the same time, when we first played them, it's like you you Amazing. look at like you look at Final Fantasy VII, you see those cutscenes, and it's like oh my god, and then you get like right? to the regular game, and it's all like blocky, you know, fist guys that, that are really just ugly as hell, and you're just like, but this is amazing, um, right. at least at the time. But now it's you know, now you you have to get Final Fantasy VII remake to make that <laughs> to make that feel yeah. like it's amazing, so. Yo, ch- that Tifa from the remake is what Tifa looked like in my head for years, and then I went back mm-hmm. and started playing it because it's on Game Pass, and I was like, "Oh no, wow. oh no!" Yo, shout out Blocks. to Chocolaka in the chat. He was on a podcast uh, last week. He says Super Mario World is better than Mario Three, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it's close. I love both. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to Three because World is amazing. Three, three, three runs laps around world, man. Tifa is bay. I don't know. I, I don't think I don't it's think world bad. would be as good as it is without three. True. 
And we and we can all say two was an abomination because there wasn't a real Mario game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like no well, one ever I mean, acknowledges Mario Two. It literally wasn't. I mean, <laughs> no one. It's literally one, three, and then you know, like two doesn't even get Isn't mentioned it anymore. Weird how sometimes the second games are usually better, or even the third games. Like I love Mass Effect One. I was recently started a replay. God, that game is ugly. It's yeah, awful. Yeah. But Mass but, Effect Two. Again, but Mass Effect can't... Three. We're bougie as gamers now. Back like, up there. Things we, we have to look prettier now. You can't go back and judge past games by current standards. But that's what yeah. we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I right agree now. with that. Yeah, that's I mean, like trying to talk about like the oh, the Model T had a terrible top speed. Yeah, because we advanced technology. So naturally, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be better. Hey, why are you bagging on the Model T like that? We're talking about what games would be. You can't review old series. games by today's standards, which is basically you can't review old games. Mm-hmm. You can talk about well, the nostalgia of them, but to try and judge them by current standards is unfair to the game itself. God, where's my 60 FPS on this Chrono Trigger? <laughs> <laughs> 16, 16 bits? What does that even mean? Oh, I, man. I think part of us, we, we as we... Because all of us have been gaming since since we could control you know our hands right since we had proper motor functions right <laughs> as we uh, as we get older the more we game the more uh, boozy we get and the more like oh like you said where's my sixty frames per second where's my my pretty graphics and that, and that goes back to Kevin saying we can't really compare graphically but gameplay wise games from mm-hmm. back in the day like destroy mo- destroy most games now and our person who wouldn't tell you that started playing on ps3 <laughs> just being honest I mean... <laughs> come on with it but it can still go either way like there are games right. back in the day that controlled well and games like go back and try to play tomb raider on ps1 it's not going to control well but again, you know, games. but them polygon exactly, titties yeah. though. <laughs> them polygon titties though, like that's all that matters with the old Tomb Raider games. Shout mm-hmm. out to to old Laura and her polygons. I, I've never really you thought I said I haven't said polygon titties as much as I in my life till I met Hugger. Like I, I think within our first week, she was like, "Yeah, she polygon did titties." To your vocabulary. She did. Pretty, yeah, I don't know what you're talking that. about. Within our that first wasn't even week, me that brought it up. You that sure? Was, I think that was Glorious Dallas. Kev. Nah, I no, the Dallas. first episode I was on was with uh, Mizzati and Glorious Kev, I think. And he was. we were talking about our love for Tomb Raider, and he brought up that. And I was like, you know what? Polygon Yiddies. Polygon Yiddies. That's crazy. Yee. Polygon Yiddies. Hey, chat, we appreciate y'all, man. Keep letting us know, man, like what, what game is perfect. Before we move on to the, the next Decker topic, man. Oh. Sekiro. Once I hear souls like, I'm like. Mm. <laughs> in fact, in fact, Titanfall Two is a perfect shooter for the last gen. Not a perfect shooter, but it is the most underrated. It didn't get enough respect. Titanfall Two campaign was so amazing, and the original Titanfall yeah. was underrated as well. It didn't have a story; it was underrated. But Titanfall Two, probably the best FPS we had this gen. Not the best, because Doom's the best. Doom was the best. I'll give you that. Doom. Yeah. Doom was the best if we're talking FPS. You, you, you're talking one or two? I'm talking both of them. Okay. 
Hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm not gonna fight you on that. Only thing that can compare probably is Wolfenstein. Hustle says Mario RPG was perfect. No. Tetris is a perfect game. Tell me something wrong with Tetris. Find me some. Find me an issue. No. EA has monetized it. <laughs> Who? That, look, there have been bad, bad versions. Bad versions. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the. But the core, the core Tetris game is perfect. I will, I will say, like nothing beats like an actual core game of Tetris. I'll actually just sit down and just play Tetris, man. Yeah. Pokemon Yellow was perfect too. No. Yes, it was. Oh. What's wrong? What's wrong, Pokemon Yellow? No, let's not get into this because then you guys get oh, into yeah. the Gen One Gen. We don't need... y'all is just. Like, I was trying to send us down that rabbit hole. I was really about hey. to send us down that rabbit I hole. I know you hey. were. Hey, we all know Gen One was don't. the best Pokemon. Yeah. No. Right. Thank you, Trevor. Oh my. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. It is the best gen. It's the only gen that truly matters. Thank you. Finally, someone else on this podcast. Okay, okay, hugger. Pokemon talk is over. Uh, uh, I don't believe it. It is. It is believable. I'm about to. I'm about to switch the topics right now. So tomorrow we will yeah, be. We have some. Uh, we have some news. To, oh, you want to go with the news first? Hmm? Yeah. We got the news first. Big Halo news. Halo. Halo news this week, man. Now this is bittersweet. So, of course, you know, Halo was delayed to 2021 and we were not fully aware of when. But now we're hearing it's going to be fall 2021. Right. And I always say delays aren't necessarily bad. If it means the game's going to be better, make it better. Take your time. Right. We know Halo has some development um, issues. Um, one thing I'm, I'm kind of hoping about this is that we may may possibly get a Halo themed Xbox Series X. Uh, that might happen. But I want to get y'all started. I want it. So I, I'm going to start with you, Demi. What are your thoughts about uh, Halo being pushed all the way? Up? It, it's now going to, I guess, going to be a four-year delay, not the six months that most predicted. Hey, Tom, Greg was out here looking rough. Take the time that you need. They said the game was done. Like, both versions are done, multiplayer and single-player. They're just polishing up now. Like, they're literally polishing up to the best of they, that they can do, which is fine by me. Just... Goodness, make that game as pretty as possible. I'm I'm just mad we got like a map multiplayer te- teaser in those photos. If you looked at the uh the blog post they had, like showing off the Spartans and everything, which mm-hmm. oh that looks so good, man. Uh but no no video the the multiplayer. Give me something, man. I'm tired of waiting. Also, have you noticed that a lot of the rollout for Halo Infinite has been going on without Halo? Without Halo, yep. The the monster cans and all that stuff. Yeah, the get double XP fingers. if you eat some Doritos for Halo yeah, Infinite. Some butterfingers. Yeah. yeah. Butterfingers, Snapchats, <laughs> that weird Power Your Dreams commercial. I'm like, you still doing a Halo rollout without Halo? They didn't have a choice. This is, this is awkward. Uh, they, they, they weren't going to reshoot all that at all. But Trevor, I want to I want to get your thoughts on this because you can you you can sit on both sides of the fence with this, right? Is a year of extra development time seeing the game was pretty much in their eyes complete. Mm-hmm. How much of a difference is this full year going? Could it make for this for this title? Could make all the difference. I mean, it can take a game from an eight to a ten. I mean, 
if we think about it. All that polish, like, get all the bugs ironed out, um, have a ton of playtest behind it. Uh, it. It could do a ton for that game. And honestly, good. Like, I, like I'm a massive Halo fan. Halo might be one of my favorite, might even, well, I, I don't know if it's my favorite franchise of all time, but it's up there. So I want this game to be the best Halo game that it can be. So I am happy for as long as it takes. So if it's going to take them a year to make this Halo game the best Halo game they can possibly make it, I'm all for it. Because uh, I'd rather it be a really great game than to just rush it out and have it be a, another forgettable Halo. I mean... Halo 5 is a forgettable Halo because the campaign was just not good. Um, they, they they did the multiplayer <laughs> right. I will say that a lot of people don't give Halo 5 the credit in multiplayer because the multiplayer was, was awesome when it came out. Um, but, yeah, they, I think they need to come out of the gates swinging with uh, a really great Halo game or else, you know, nobody's going to care about Halo again. Do you, do you think they... I know people were kind of talking about them possibly releasing, like, the multiplayer. Uh, do you think that's a good idea, or should it all just be released at one time? Like, everything. I think they should just release it all at once. Because uh, if you don't, you'll have people that want the other, and then they'll constantly be like, well, where is this? Where is this? Or they'll continue to judge it based on the multiplayer uh, without playing the single player, the single player without playing the multiplayer. Just release it all at once. Just wait till it's all done. Wait till it's all good and polished and then just send it out at the same time. Hugger, being a primarily PC player, you don't own an Xbox console, and I don't think you ever will. Um, this is the first Halo game since the original Halo to drop day and date on PC, right? And it'd be on Game Pass. So that that's that's super amazing. So what are your thoughts about this game from what you saw uh, being pushed back all the way a year? Do you think it, it, it'll help or hurt the, the franchise? I mean, you know me. I would rather a game be pushed back than be rushed out. At least now, think about it. You'll get to play Halo and buy your Xbox at the same time. <laughs> get that theme so on. I, I, exactly. I would rather just... Like, you push it back, and you're an ass. You release it with bugs, and you're an ass. What 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 can you do? I would rather them push it back. Witcher was pushed back. Cyberpunk's been pushed back. I wish <coughs> Mass Effect Andromeda was pushed back. And just like, just let game devs do their thing. Yes, it sucks when I said this on Twitter. It sucks when the thing you love or the person you love or attached to is criticized. But you need to let it grow. And be able to grow and have room to grow and don't pigeonhole it. And that's what Halo needs to do. Halo needs to sit down and reevaluate what's going to happen. What they need to do moving forward. Because dropping on PC day and day is a pretty big thing. And I just I just don't understand. You know me, I just don't care about the people bickering about nothing. It's like we're at home and we got nothing to do. So of course we're going to bicker right now. Yeah. I do think this difference, this delay difference from the Switchers and the Cyberpunks, the reason being is because you can tell Microsoft was ready to release Halo as is. Like, they so the, ready. they were ready to release it. Like, they showed it and showed that hour-long gameplay like they didn't see an issue with this game, and they were ready to drop it. <laughs> and I think with, like, Cyberpunk, they was like, hey, we're going to push, 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 push. They were never really sold on, okay, yeah. But Microsoft was ready. Like they showed, mm-hmm. like like I said, they started that whole event with an hour gameplay. They were saying, "Yeah, this is the one," and then they snatched it back. I, and that's why it feels a little different. I'm gonna get your thoughts about it, uh, 
snips. How, how do you feel about Halo being pushed back to you? Because, know, I mean, it's this is a make-or-break game for 343, in my opinion, right? Halo Infinite has to be super successful. Uh, but what, what are your thoughts about it, uh, Snips? I mean, it's, it's short-term. Obviously, it hurts them. Um, this is your, your premier franchise. Um, there aren't many that you can name that are going to stand in terms of, of the, the echelons of Halo when it comes to Microsoft's gaming system. That is your, your baby. This is your pride and joy. The fact that it wasn't ready at launch is bad already. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, the decision short-term pain for long-term gain is, is where it's at. If you need to delay it because it wasn't ready and it was going to suck, well, I'd rather have you save my, my beautiful visions of Halo that I have in my head, um, to be positive memories when it does come out, than rush it out there and then me be upset to the point where I'm probably never going to buy into that franchise ever again. Um, so it's, I, I don't know. Short, like I said, short-term pain, long-term gain is the the hope, the dream. I just hope they don't take all this time because if they take a year and then it comes out and it's still bad, and that that kind of leads me to what I, what I want to ask Demi, because um, Omar, shout out to Omar in the chat because he's he's been killing it with his comments today, right? So he said, if I was Microsoft, I would give uh, I would uh, give the Halo IP to ID Software, right? Because we have you know Microsoft bought Zenimax. And it is one of the the uh, developers that they now have, right? So, um, Demi, your thoughts on the year delay? And if this isn't a good Halo game, would you consider, do you think Microsoft consider, or do you think that should consider possibly handing over the reins? Because Halo, Master Chief is on the uh, Mount Rushmore video games. Master Chief, Mario, like he's up there, right? So do you think if this isn't, yeah. After a year delay, if this isn't what it should be, should they hand the Microsoft hand the reins over to someone like it? Um, no. I'll say one of the worst things about Halo in the past Halo games has been the writing. The gameplay has been fine, just hmm. the writing is what lacks a lot. Handing over to it software won't do much if they aren't gonna, you know, give you a good story behind Halo. They're great at gameplay, but eh, you're not really missing anything. Because Halo Five was a lie. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the main thing three four three needs to patch is just cohesive and coherent writing. Mm-hmm. You muddied up Halo Five. Halo Four was eh. Arnoff's pretty good, but it, it's always a hit or miss when it comes to that part of Halo. The multiplayer is great, but then it's like, oh, the story gets interesting, but then let's kill off the villain or let's just make some forgettable moment happen. This whole Chief versus UNSC or, or Chief versus Locke didn't even last that long. <laughs> so they just need to upgrade their writing game, get the pin game better, honestly. And and like, like I said, you're right, because I mean, like I said, Halo 5 story was a lie. It wasn't what it was built to be. And here's the thing about Halo, right? If you go into like the Halo books and things like that, Halo's lore is Star Wars level big, right? You can yeah. you can really do a lot with the Halo lore, right? Um, I don't know when they're going to finally come out with the show. Is it Showtime has the TV show coming? Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, it was it was Showtime. Yeah, right. You can do a lot with the story, and you know, thinking about you know what Omar was saying and what you were saying, Demi, you're right. The gameplay was never an issue. The gameplay is still great, right? I thought. That's the first thing I noticed with Infinite. I'm like, holy crap, this is, this mm-hmm. looks legit, right? 
it was just like you can also tell, yeah, this game was meant for the Xbox One. Like you can really tell, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's meant for the Xbox One. Like, <laughs> and and that's yeah. why part of me like, oh, we should, they should just drop the Xbox One. But yeah, I oh, mean, that's it's kind of the problem. That's kind of the problem with those cross generational games. As you're seeing it now, you see games that just aren't quite have that next gen feel yet, and that's mm-hmm. because they had to develop uh-huh. them for last gen and this gen. So, but honestly, I think pushing back Halo was probably the best thing for Microsoft. I mean, you look you look at the shelves now. How many Xbox One or Xbox Series Xs do you see sitting on shelves? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You're not so them. nothing changes because Halo didn't come out. But what? How many are you going to see when Halo comes out? You're going to see none on the shelves then because people are going to want to play Halo. So it's a best case scenario for them. Like right when probably interest would be waning a little bit. Uh, you're gonna get another pick me up because Halo's coming out, and I'm I'm hoping because I I think part of the issue why we didn't get a theme console was because the console the original console was so limited for them to produce. I really hope things can turn out because I would love. I mean, I me mean, every gen we've uh, Dude, we've had a Halo themed console, right? They always do sick sick Halo themed consoles, and like they're always amazing. They always have Microsoft does that level of detail, you know, to where the button presses even have sounds from the games and stuff mm-hmm. i mean like they, they always do an amazing job with their with their console designs uh so i would love to see a halo themed one i'm all for part of me is like tempted to just kind of sit on my series x purchase just to kind of at the because there's nothing worse than spending the 500 bucks and then a look and the same 500 bucks it has a prettier version you got to put some fake mm-hmm. skins you know wraps on it like oh man that looks so pretty right it's freaking sucks uh, so we're gonna move on to the last topic, and I want to start with my sister, Hugger. <laughs> Tomorrow are the Game Awards, right? We get to sit <laughs> here for three hours. Uh, like I said on Ma'am on Monday, uh, I'm gonna sit here with my Skittles and my and my and my uh, ginger ale and my blanket, and we're gonna sit for three hours, listen uh, to Jeff Kaylee talk about how much he loves Kojima. Um, <laughs> that's tomorrow. So I want to go around the panel, and I want to start with you on give me a because it's supposed to be uh, Xbox and Sony are both saying, hey, watch tomorrow as if there's something coming. Right. Tune in. Make sure you tune in. We're showing something. So could you give us a quick prediction on um, what you think we could, might see tomorrow? And also what's game of the year 2020 uh, as far as what the choices are, not your personal. Let me look up the choices again because I can't remember. Um, but tomorrow I know Dragon Age definitely coming out, but from Sony, I don't know, maybe Sunset Overdrive 2. Oh, don't know. tease me. I like that game. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the game. Xbox, maybe more, uh, Hellblade. I mean, it's been a year. Give me more Hellblade. I don't know what to expect from them. I, I can't imagine... Oh, maybe Ragnarok, but I can't imagine things that aren't already announced that they could talk about. So you got really I'm quick. Just gonna be like, come here. Animal Crossings, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, well, you know, I would like Tsushima to win, but it's probably going to be Last of Us. I think just Tsushima with the constant updates and keeping people up to date and free stuff is just 
that sells it to me, but it's probably going to be Last of Us. And I won't be mad. Ashley, uh, they are, Laura, oh, oh my God. And Ashley did great jobs. Joel was great. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever one I pick is going to be like, well, why didn't you pick this one? <laughs> now, Demi, <laughs> um, the Forza Horizon count, as well as as well as the Xbox account uh, is saying, make sure you guys are tuned in tomorrow. A lot of people are saying we're getting a a cyberpunk car in Forza Horizon Four, and if that's the only thing Microsoft shows, I'm going to flip over my brand new desk, both of them. But <laughs> your predictions for tomorrow and who wins Game of the Year? Um, Sony side, we're probably going to see that that Silent Hill rumor come true. I can see that. Uh, maybe a little bit more Resident Evil Village because Sean, I think Sony has like the rights to that. And then from Xbox, probably Hellblade. Maybe, you know, a little more Halo teaser. And Cyberpunk Car and Forza. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. That's, Exciting times. Yeah. And it's going to be Legos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Listen. Listen. <laughs> who, who did who did uh Forza who did they what was it uh was it Lego they connected up with for yeah I for Forza Horizon three right that was kind of fire like no yeah. nobody can cap and say that was was it four yeah four they did yeah. Hot Wheels was three Hot Wheels was three that's what I'm thinking of yeah, yeah. Uh, which so, I think that's so cool so it, yeah it, it is pretty awesome and I'm someone who puts Forza down pretty fast but um I definitely yeah, I, I play Forza. The Horizon games are awesome. Forza. Yeah, Horizon is great. Uh, uh, I know my personal choice isn't going to make it, but The Last of Us is going to win. Yeah. Smart man. So prepare, prepare for The Last of Us Part 2 to be uh, picked a couple times for a couple things. A lot of times. Flip back on you. Not Game of the Year. I'm going to give you the toughest choice. Ashley... Or Laura for performance of the year. Because mm. I said Ashley. <laughs> Laura. Laura did it. Laura does it, but we've seen Laura in a lot of stuff. And I'm just like, there's and Ashley. And she, she can play anything, and I'm going to say her. She really can. She can play <laughs> me in a movie, and I'm going to say she did that thing. You feel me? She, <laughs> she, she would do that thing. <laughs> Definitely, Laura. Like it's uh she's 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 like the perfect voice actress. I I, I there's like no flaws in there. Like she just she deserves to be in every game. Give me every game with her, and I'll be happy. Hear, <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us. The Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part Two. Sports coach. The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> 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 I ain't Demi broke. <laughs> Best esports coach. The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, only, only Kojima. Jesus. All right, uh, Snips predictions for tomorrow, and also who wins Gotti twenty twenty. I I can't imagine. I, I, even though I never played the game, I'm gonna take from that what you want. I just based on the hype and all the controversy surrounding it, I think Last of Us Part Two is gonna win Game of the Year. As far as predictions, man, I I don't think there's gonna be anything that shocking shown to us tomorrow. Because I don't care if Microsoft and Sony say, you need to be watching tomorrow. Name the last time anything that they were involved in. And they were like, hey, don't worry about watching this one. 
No. They want you to watch every time they do something because that's the whole reason they do it. They want the views. They want the eyes. So, of course, they're going to tell yeah. you to tune in and watch it and make you think that there's something crazy is going to happen. But I'm not getting my hopes up for anything. If I'm wrong, awesome. I love to be proven wrong in these instances. But show it to me, man. I don't care. Trevor. Gotti right, so, and predictions. All right. So I've been thinking about this. And I think I've pieced it all together. Oh, okay. Right, so, so if you look at the Epic Game Store, they're pushing that there's going to be a sale because of the Game Awards tomorrow. And <laughs> tomorrow, what else is coming out that's going to be free on the Epic Game Store? It's Tyranny. It's Pillars of Eternity. Two Obsidian games. So Obsidian is going to make an announcement tomorrow or have a trailer for one of their games coming out. That's my prediction. My man, my man, my man putting in, he putting in work with this one. He I'm, thought I'm about this one. <laughs> He's got a board behind him. We can't see it. <laughs> that's, that's why I have to have the background so you don't see my, you know, serial <laughs> killer board. Um, but yeah, no, I, I piece two and two together. That's what's happening. Uh, the the other thing that'll probably happen just to break my heart is there will be a blank screen. Three green dots will come up on it. And it'll be like, Sam Fisher is now in Watch Dogs Legion. Like, Come on, guys. What are you doing to me? You sure? You Why? Or Fortnite. Now in Smash. <laughs> yeah. Or Sam, Sam Fisher's in, in Fortnite. Uh, get, so you're going to have oh your God. Fortnite dances with Don't Sam Fisher. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> they're going to do it. And they're not going to give me a Splinter Cell game, and I'm going to be upset. All right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Honestly. As far no, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, as far as game of the year, um, my I would actually probably choose Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ooh. Uh, but I think Last of Us Part Two will win. Just like everybody else has said, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the winner. And it's going to win every other category, just like Red Dead did last year. Uh, yeah. So, it's hard to uh, deny it. I mean, even for people yeah. who tried to hate this game, it's hard to deny that it's, it, it was a juggernaut and it's it's going to it's going to smash records. Um, That's I esports moment, The Last of Us Part Two. I I do yeah. think, um, of course, we're going to get that we're going to get that cyberpunk car. Um, I do think we're going to get an announcement that the Master Chief is now in Fortnite, just like Kratos. Um, it's it's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could see Microsoft doing that. Um, why not go? Because Kratos, you had to buy him in the game, right? He wasn't a free... It's not a free character, right? No, I don't play free. Fortnite. Okay, yeah. Nothing in Fortnite's free. Man. I don't see why Microsoft Why Microsoft doesn't jump in. I saw some screenshots that could have been Photoshopped. Um, but I can definitely see Master, them showing Master Chief in Fortnite. And then I think, uh, last but not least for Xbox, is going to go dark. And then we're going to see uh, white words that says The Initiative. And then the initiative name gets destroyed because the initiative gets renamed to something else, and we finally get a teaser trailer of what they're working on. That's me. Maybe I could see that. Um, That's for, deep. Yeah, like I, I'm, 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 I'm really. For Sony is so hard for Sony, right? Because the only thing I really want to see is is um, because they said it was coming out next year is Horizon, like gameplay. Like mm-hmm. I'd be so happy because. Yeah. Baylo is life. Baylo is love. Y'all know this. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I don't think it's coming out next year. Neither do I yeah. think. I don't think Ragnarok is coming out next year either. 
Um, I wouldn't no. be shocked to see gameplay from either one of those two. It would rock the building to see to see Kratos, right? Like if we get to like a quick yeah. teaser of him and wait a minute, spoiler alert. Who who hasn't finished God of War here? Okay, take. I, but I've heard, I already. I will, and I know. So okay, so you still need to finish Inquisition, boy. I can see, I can see a, a, a quick teaser of him and Thor like face to face. That would rock the house, oh, right? Yeah. A cinematic reveal, and then you see him and Thor like fate. You see Milner, and you see uh, whatever, whether the, the blades or whatever for Kratos. Like face to face would rock the house. Like I would, I would lose my my ass over hype for that, right? Except it'll end up being a Fortnite commercial. <laughs> the guy from oh Fortnite. God, <laughs> <laughs> What's scary is like you joke, but you mm. you've given them ideas. <laughs> yeah. Thor not, now in Fortnite. Be very close to reality. Jeez. So, in the chat, Omar says Silent Hill, Hustle, Perfect Dark for Xbox. And Gaudy will be Last of Us. Omar, the Final Fantasy VII will be Gaudy. Uh, Last of Us is great game, mediocre story. Uh, will, do you think there will be a Breath of the Wild trailer? The second one trailer too. Uh, oh, Breath of Flames the Wild too. Yeah, well, Flames wants to see more from the new Outlast game. Uh, Baron said Avowed. Oh, I forgot uh, about Omar. Avowed. Said El El Elden Elden Ring. I can see Elden Ring. Yeah. Finally. I mean, it doesn't exist. What happened to that? It doesn't exist. Hey, Phil Spencer's played it. We all collectively yes. dreamed it. Hey, what what if what if we see Starfield? What if we see Starfield? Get out of here. We're likely to see Stars uh, I, Citizen. <laughs> what the hell is that I don't game? No. I mean, Starfield? it's been Man, they they announced that game a long time ago. It could easily be shown. Uh, Starfield would be Get a pretty big uh, Fast and Furious announcement. You uh, know, we can only hope after that game came out. You know what would suck because all the people who have fully functioning brain cells know that the Microsoft Zenimax deal won't go through to 2021, right? Officially, mm -hmm. but it's happening, right? There's nothing that that anyone thinks legally would would block it, right? So let's say we let's say we did see Starfield, and it starts off by saying Bethesda Studios, and let's say Starfield, nothing about Microsoft. And then we got to hear everybody, all the idiots on Twitter, see. Coming to PlayStation, nothing about Xbox on there, even because they legally can't. But okay, but I'm just putting it out there. We're going to see a bunch of idiots if we ever see Starfield before the acquisition goes through. Just putting it out there. I mean, we'll see idiots no matter what. So idiots gonna be idiots. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know how we do. Before we get up out of here, we like to give our uh, suggestions uh, for the week. Um, Trevor knows about this, but I'm going to give him a little time to get this together just in case he forgot. Uh, I'm going to start with you, uh, Demi. What are your uh, suggestions for this week, sir? Um, For games, I've been playing this game called Pathologic 2. Mm -hmm. oh, Leaving Game Pass soon, so game. go play it. I, I, I bought it, so I bought the game. So it, it's great. It's a great time sink. It, it's it's such an awful world you live in in that game, but I can't stop playing it. I, I I've been stabbing people for bread. This is a great time. <laughs> I'm living the home. I'm living the hobo life. This is a this is a great game. Please, if you haven't played it, go play Pathologic Two. Stab some people. Go beat people up. Go find your father. Cure sickness. Take people's bread. 
Great game. Mm. Okay. You're telling you to cure sickness as he's stabbing people for bread. <laughs> say, somebody please take that out of context and go, Demi was telling you to stab people for bread. <laughs> Hugger. Stab what people you... for bread. 2020. Oh, wait a minute, Demi, do you have any more suggestions? Nah, that's it. That's, that's the only thing I have this week. Hugger, what you got, love? Uh, For a movie, if you were, you know, down for some gritty crime, uh, Boondock Saints, great movie, classic. Uh, always enjoy it. For shows, <laughs> this is going to sound weird coming from me, but it's one of my favorite shows when it first premiered on Spike TV, who used to do the Game Awards. It was uh, Blue Mountain State. It's so dumb, but I love that show. So <laughs> For games, I'll give you two, because I want to promote an indie one, too. Um, a Katana Zero is the indie one. Katana Zero, great game, great music. And for big games, uh, the Metro series just turned 10. Although I'm not a fan of Exodus, the other two are pretty banging, so go play them. Citizen Snips, what you got? <sighs> Let's see here. For, for shows, I've actually watched a live-action show for the first time in like 18 months. Um, what? I know, right? Shocking, even to me. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, I would recommend everybody go go give a glimpse over. And the only reason I got my one of my buddies hooked me up with his CBS All Access login information, uh, so I have been streaming um, Star Trek Discovery. Um, I'm a Star Trek fan myself. The Next Generation was a chef's kiss for me. I've watched the whole thing probably like four times through. Uh, so I always jones in for more Star Trek. Discovery's been pretty good so far. I just finished the first season. Um, I will say CBS, if you're listening, your streaming app sucks. And it makes absolutely no sense the way you structure things and how you don't show me what I've watched already and how you start with the most recent season instead of the oldest season and then the most recent episode instead of the first episode. So I get spoilers <laughs> thrown in my face if I read a little blur. It's terrible. I want to go on a tangent, but your app stinks. Um, Star Trek Discovery is pretty good. Um, <laughs> and then for a game, uh, when I played at the recommendation of, of somebody from my streaming community, um, game called SCP Secret Laboratory. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's a pretty complicated game at first to get into, uh, but basically you either play as a scientist trying to escape this crazy laboratory, um, a, a a kind of like a security guard who's to help the the scientists escape, uh, an evil creature that's trying to murder both of them, or the, the final guys who are just been deemed to come in and clean out the whole laboratory, scientists and all. Um, but it kind of randomly spawn as each one every time you hop in the server and play the game. Um, and it's, it's got a, a nice little indie feel to it, but it's a pretty neat game, cool premise. Um, it definitely would require some time to get into and really learn. Um, but I think it, it looks like something that could be worth it, and it could lead to some really fun games, especially if you're playing with a, a group of friends as well. Uh, so I would recommend checking that out, SCP Secret Laboratory. Um, and for once, I don't have an anime because I haven't been watching anything new. Um, I guess I don't know if we've ever wow. talked about it before, but if you've never seen uh, Is It Wrong to Try and Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, um, I started rewatching oh, that so the other funny. night because season three started airing recently. So uh, first season, really, really good. Second season, still pretty good. This third season has been kind of eh for me. It started a little eh but it's starting to salvage itself. So I think it's a, a good one for you to go and watch. Okay. 
And last but not least, our guest for the night from Winterborn Studios, Mr. Trevor. What can you recommend for the people this week, sir? So for games, I've uh, I've been uh, diving. I started to dive into somewhere that I probably shouldn't have because it's going to lead to me playing a lot of long-ass RPGs. But I dove into The Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky, uh, which it's the, pre- it's the precursor series to the Trails of Cold Steel games. Okay, okay. Uh, so, okay. And the, the, the first series, it originally came out on PSP, but it's also available on PC. So I got the PC version of Trails in the Sky. If you like old school Japanese RPGs uh, with really with a good story and really good characters, it's awesome. Go buy it. It's like 20 bucks See, uh, on Steam right now. So I might need to talk to you more about this because I the, the the Cold Series or Cold Steel series caught my mm-hmm. eye and I kind of wanted to get into it. And I saw one on, on my Switch and I was like, ooh, I could buy this game. Looks like a good game for my Switch too. But then I read and it was like, you're really going to want some backstory from like this giant lineage of other guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't have exactly. time for that. I was like, that's oh. exactly. That's why I started the Trails in the Sky stuff. And I was like, I shouldn't have done this, but I've already <laughs> hit a in now. I'm committed now, yeah. It's, it's, it seems totally worth it, though. Uh, so, but uh, beyond games, um, I'm actually uh, just like uh, our friend Snips over here. Uh, I've also dug into some Star Trek recently. Um, so I didn't, I, I've, I've not really been much of a Trekkie. Um, so I've watched like a season of TNG and I've watched like a couple of newer movies. Uh, but I decided to, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go in chronological order and start watching. So I've been watching some Star Trek Enterprise. Okay. And uh, as I know a lot of Trekkies don't like Enterprise, but I really am enjoying the hell out of it. I thought um, I didn't. I didn't outright hate it. I thought it was pretty good. I was like, "This is yeah. serviceable. I can, I can, I can mess with this." Yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's, it's. You can tell it's the early days of uh, mm-hmm. humanity going into space, and I like that a lot. Uh, so I would definitely recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's also on the CBS app that uh, that's what <laughs> was talking about. And as and as someone who during quarantine binged all forty seasons of Survivor on the CBS app, oh, good God. Uh, because Jesus. I'm a crazy person. Uh, that app is terrible, uh, but really bad. I did it anyway. <laughs> and it's not—it's not like CBS is like, oh, we're this poor, like, small company. We don't have money to fund this. App. No, you're raking you in billions, hand over fist. Like, make a good app, please. Yeah, and you, fix it. You do television production for a living. <laughs> this should be your thing. Yeah, just, just do what every other app does and steal from the other apps and what makes them Please, work well. Like, you. just do it. Just just be smart about it. But yeah, that, that's that's my recommendation. Oh, and I also wanted to recommend uh, a great uh, sitcom from our friends up in Canada uh, called, that's on Netflix called Kim's Convenience. Oh, that's uh, which is, a good show. Yeah, it's such a good show that just takes you into the lives of a, a Korean immigrant family uh, in Toronto, and it's it's just it's just uh, fun to watch. So I would highly recommend it. It has uh, Simu Liu in it, who's going to be Shang Chi in the MCU. Um, and yeah, I would I would definitely recommend watching it. It's four seasons. Uh, they're still filming more seasons. Uh, it's it's a really good show. Uh, speaking of streaming services, for me, I'm, I'm going to be really, really quick. Um, if you are a Disney peer, you're not going to want to hear this. Um, but for those who aren't, uh, Mulan is actually pretty good. Um, I know a lot of people hated it because there was no dancing and no Mushu. 
take it for what it is and what they in the direction they went with it. Mulan is actually pretty darn good, and I wouldn't have regretted paying the thirty four if I had to pay thirty four. I really liked it. My wife liked it. My kids liked it, and uh, better than what most people say. And as far as gaming wise. Time to head back over to Avengers, baby. Taking aim is out. Make sure you guys go check out Kate Bishop because she real with that bow and arrow. Um, one thing I, I will be talking about here uh, because they did finally, for the first time, mention Wakanda. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking after Clint Barton, my man T'Challa may be up next, and I'm still praying and hoping that. Um, the Chadwick Boseman family, along with uh, with Square Enix, can come and and together and say, "Hey, let's deep fake him. Let's put his face. Let him be the face uh, of T'Challa. That would be a way to memorialize him forever. Besides the movies, I think that would be a, a great touch. You make all his cosmetics free. Um, that would be s- such an amazing uh, uh, touch, and and I, it would be appreciated by I know by a lot of people, especially myself. So yes." Kate Bishop taking aim. Go check it out. It's a good time to hop back into Avengers because finally the content is starting to roll out. Uh, we should be getting Clint Barton um, in January or February, likely end of January. Um, and then soon after that, it's most likely going to be T'Challa because they finally uh, brought mention to um, Wakanda in this. So uh, we're going to get up out of here. Everyone's stuff is on the screen. If you want to follow them on Twitter or on Twitch, um, I don't know what's wrong with Dallas. I think his camera froze, but um, I think he'll be uh, good for next week. Uh, he's been kind of silent, but that's cool. Uh, next Wednesday, we are back on the 16th. Uh, we will have uh, Zombie Kills will be our, our guest uh, on the 16th, which is going to be super exciting uh, to talk with her and uh, and pick her brain uh, as much as possible. Um Tomorrow, there is no take two because we do have the video game awards. So we'll be starting along with the pre-show. Uh, no cams. We'll have the uh, screen up uh, reacting with you guys as we move forward. Um, so we're going to get up out of here. I'm going to tell you guys congratulations. Once again, you guys leveled up to 133. This was a double XP podcast. Make sure you get all your gaming news from LV1Gaming.com. And also, if you're interested in getting your foot Cracking that door and getting your big toe into the gaming industry. Let us know. We're always looking for new content creators, new writers for the site. Uh, don't oh, I've never written before. I'm worried. Don't worry, baby. We got some great editors. We got some great teachers, and we will. If you got the passion for the gaming industry, we got you covered. Once again, this was 133 of the WSP podcast. Get all your gaming from levelgamer.com, and uh, we're out. You better say, how am I hustling, yo? Whatever you be saying before I stop the stream. Onion hustle, yo, boon. Onions. Hustle. We out, y'all. That was a full.